If you are stuck in the grind and don't know how to get moving, if you have lost your dream or struggle to know how to make it happen, if you have been dreaming of changing the world, but you're not sure where to start, the Add Valued Entrepreneurs podcast will help you transform your life with tools, knowledge, and support that will allow you to create a thriving business that aligns with your values and goals. This podcast is for entrepreneurs who want more freedom and fulfillment from the work they do so they can live the life they desire. You deserve it. It is possible. This show features interviews with people who have already created success in their lives and businesses and stories about everyday people living extraordinary lives. It's time for you to add value. Our guest today is Femi Doyle Marshall. Femi is a serial entrepreneur, mentor, author, and founder of Reboot X Academy, the go-to source for entrepreneurial personal and professional development, specialized in branding, marketing, and sales. He works exclusively with coaches, super entrepreneurs, and experts who are needing to break through clarity, confidence, and money blocks to build a better business and life. Well, Femi, I'm just so grateful that you're willing to jump on a call today and just uh, so thankful. I'm looking forward to learning your story and hearing more about you and, and uh, how, you know, how you're building, building your business and taking care of your family. I'm excited to be here like this. We, we connected. And, and I think one of the big things I always talk about is creating synergies, right? You, you want, you want to find people that, that, that can empower you through every interaction and not drain you. And we're, we're going to have a lot of fun today. So I'm excited for it. Absolutely. I, I definitely feel a synergy and, and uh, I'm excited. So, so tell me a little bit about your journey into entrepreneurship. What made you decide to, uh, to start working for yourself? Oh, well, I think for me, I always kind of had this this drive within me, right? Like people would always say, you know, Femi, you're you're really driven, you're really motivated. That was kind of like the key things people have always said when I was growing up, but I didn't really know what that meant, right? I was like, okay, I'm driven. I sound like I can inspire people. All right, what does that mean, right? And I think for me, it was probably from a really early age of just watching my parents work, work a lot, you know, and not having the time freedom, the money freedom to do the stuff that they wanted to do with us as children growing up. And I was like, that is not life, right? Like, I think everyone has some sort of gift or some sort of ability. And I was like, if I could figure out what my gift and my ability is, then I could create that freedom and flexibility of my life to create an impact in other people's lives and generate an income at the same time. And that was transformative for me. Like, I, I launched my first official business from the age of 16 and that was it like i remember i, I recognized what people are going to pay me for my ideas like wait my ideas is helping this person become better wait this person actually is asking me for more support wait this person has someone else who wants my help and that that was it like that it, it, it's it's been it's been amazing like in my life that's probably what i would say just just being able to turn your ideas into reality um, and being guided to do it too. It's, it's a powerful thing. Well, and it's, it's so sounds so simple, right? Figure out your gift in serving people, you know, and then, and then be willing to put it out there. <laughs> I'll touch on that. I think the reality is a lot of people overcomplicate it, right? It, it, it actually is that easy. 
Like I think I was having a conversation with someone just the other day. Um, someone else I added on my team where I was saying how so much time people spend focusing on what the world thinks you should do instead of following what the spirit is telling you you should do. On following where you should actually go with your intuition. On following where your gift can be monetized at a high level to create freedom and flexibility in your life. Like most people don't think like that. Most people are like, oh, this person's doing it, so I'm going to copy it. Or these people won't accept what I'm doing, so I'm not going to do it. And then they end up staying in that state for like five, ten years and then not feeling fulfilled and then wanting to give up, right? When they haven't actually tried to even give up yet. Like it's it's actually that easy. Like, like it's just starting something is easy. Right, right. It, it's it's continuing it that can become hard, but it's really just starting. Like, oh, I have this idea. It sounds crazy. No one else accepts it. Let me try it. Right. Yeah. Most people most people get the idea and think, oh, that's not for me. Oh, that's <laughs> you know, oh, that's too big or that's too crazy or who that could never happen. And I'm a I'm a firm believer that that if the spirit is giving you the idea. Yep. That it's fully equipped you and empowered you with all of the resources to make that come to fruition. Yep. You, you may not know how, yep. but you got to you got to step right. You got to put your feet in the river before the water is going to part. Yep. So so you you're, you're speaking you're speaking some truth right now. And I think I, I had a couple of calls with people the last week where I talked about the conversation of operating in the invisible, right? And this is a concept I kind of came up with inside of the academy where I was talking to some of the students where I was like, a lot of times people don't take action because they're so focused on control that they really can't control. Like you can't, like I, I could not have controlled being on the show, right? I had to act intuitively with what feels authentic to me to see these opportunities unfold. What most people do is they're like, I have never been there before. I, I've never launched this business before. I've never launched this product before. I've never called this client before. I've never made this much money before, so I'm not going to do it. Whew. Right? I'm 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 scared because what what what's the worst that can happen? You you benefit more, like your life improves. Like 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 someone says no, but then you call three more people and someone says yes. What's worse, the no or seeing your family in abundance? Like it, it's. It's so, and this is where I was saying, like operating in the invisible is really stepping outside of looking at what the world is doing and, and stepping within yourself and just grounding yourself and being like, okay, like, is this my path? Yeah. Right? Like, so powerful. I mean, the, the challenge is that, you know, that silly little lizard brain inside of us trying to protect us from, you know, the animals that are going to eat us when we go outside Yep. is still is still holding people in their comfort zone and, and holding people back because that that idea or that new thing that they've never done before still feels like you're going outside and going to get eaten by a tiger mm. to the brain, right? And so so the brain, you, you know, we've got to push back against that. And I love the question that you asked, right? What's the worst that can happen? And so when you challenge that thought, right, your brain says, no, let's not do this. Yep. And you just say, well, what's the worst that can happen? Right. <laughs> when you do that, like the level of vulnerability that you have to create within yourself opens doors. Right. Um, 
for example, I know the more open I am in this call, in this conversation, doors will be open. Not just for me, but for the people that are listening. Somebody right now is going to be like, wow, I didn't think of it like that. I need to take action on this goal for launching this project. I need to take action and call this person. And it might not even be business. It literally could be life. It could be like, I've been hesitating on this one thing. And that one thing in my life that I tackle can transform my entire income. Right? Like, Absolutely. Like, I think every entrepreneur has a story like that where being open, being transparent, focusing on healing and growing can just open up doors. And that is what's needed. I think, I think that that's a part of my path and my story. Like Absolutely. Yeah. Being, being willing to do what's uncomfortable. Right. And I don't, I don't know when it happened, where, where we got this idea that we don't like to hear the word no. And like the no is almost this deadly thing. Um, you know, one of my mentors basically reminds reminds, reminded me that, you know, no, yes lives in the land of no. And so if you're not willing to go into the land of no, you will never find yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you still ask that same question. What is the worst that could happen? You know, if they say no, it just means they're not your client. It doesn't mean they hate you or you're ugly or you're, you know, all these things that your body tells you, your brain tells you, none of those things are true, right? It simply means the product you're selling doesn't meet their needs right now. That's it, right? And 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 of course, it it's, it becomes so personal, right? When you when you detach yourself from the outcome, yeah, yeah. then you can focus on the process and just keep making the process better and better, and, and then you get more yeses <laughs> automatically just by improving the process instead of focusing on the outcome. <laughs> I, I love that. I love that 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 ability. You just detach yourself and focus on the process. And I think when I when I first started in coaching, I didn't really understand what my mission or my purpose was entirely. Hmm. So it became challenging for me to detach myself, right? And everything was personal. <laughs> um, my judgment at times are clouded because it was heated and intertwined with emotion which is relevant like you need emotion because you're human right sure. yet yet like if you're not really remembering or you're not really aware of what's your mission what's your vision what's the impact what's the experiences you want to make then you will not get to that yes like you'll you'll get hit with so many no's that at one point it can turn you and you have to remember what is the bigger picture? What is the impact that I want to make? How am I going to transform my life, my family's life, the people around me's lives? Why am I actually doing this business? Why am I going through what seems like hell? It's really not, but what seems like hell to impact these people, you know? Um, yeah, there's a lot of no's that to go through. <laughs> Absolutely. So you mentioned something really powerful in there, you know, asking yourself, you know, why? Why am I going through this? So what what is your why? How did you discover your why for for motivating yourself? Um, so like I said, I've, I've been running coaching and consulting businesses for over 10 years, right? And I think one of the biggest shifts that came for me is reflecting on the core, 
the core values of myself, the core values of what I'm creating. For me, what, what I was going through is I was going through a period where my business was generating a lot of money for me at the time. And I was seeing it transform people's lives. This is like my health and fitness coaching business. And people were just wanting to sign up. Locally, people knew who I was. Online, people are like, oh, this guy's doing some amazing stuff. But at that period of time, I was actually feeling really empty. And a lot of people didn't know that. A lot of people are like, this man looks amazing on the outside, <laughs> right? Like he's like the guy that I got to shadow and duplicate. But there was a part of me that had a void that I was always searching to fill. And I thought that was from just generating more income, like growing the team larger, you know, expanding into new location. Like I was really driven to that. And one of the biggest shifts that, that, that happened, there's two. One is I was working so hard that to grow the brand, to grow the business, I had a stress attack. So my entire body shut down. I thought I had a stroke while I was running a program. Um, I couldn't walk. I couldn't talk. I couldn't move. Um, I was in the hospital with crazy high blood pressure. Um, couldn't work for four weeks. Had to hand everything off to my team. That was, that was one strike. That made me kind of revisit what's really important to you. Right, like, is, is health important? Is family important? And I made a promise to my wife at that point in time that this will never happen again. That was that was strike one, right? Strike two was kind of during this window where this weird world of the pandemic is taking place, right? I was actually just prepared to sign a lease for a new location. I was still feeling empty for a period of time while the business was still thriving. And I was like, not sleeping. I was in a low state. I'm like, this is not okay. Like something is off. My wife's like, something is off. Like you need to kind of slow down. And I was like, no, I gotta keep going. I gotta keep going. Same mindset, but I'm like, I'm not gonna get sick this time. But other things were happening. Pandemic hit over here in Toronto. So whoever's watching at the time, right now I'm in Toronto. Pandemic hit, March, I got a place lined up to sign a lease. So I'm about to sign this contract in March. These people sent me the contract without the terms of the lease. I didn't actually sign it because I'm like, I don't have the full terms of the lease. The day that I got the terms of the lease, they shut down all fitness facilities in the area. So I was saved. I didn't sign this contract. That was a blessing. That same blessing ended up snowballing into me not running any programs for two months and reflecting on what is significant to me right now? Where do I want my life to be? What type of lifestyle do I want to live? What impact do I want to make? And that ended up becoming a catalyst to create like what is called Remake. So my book that I wrote in 2019, published, ended up becoming an academy that now I help people gain that same level of clarity. Like, But I had to go through a period of not being clear. Like I have to go through a period of really questioning my purpose. I have to go through a period of feeling empty and feeling lost, but knowing that something was bigger and better for me. And I think that's what most people neglect a lot of the times. So like the pain can be used for power a lot of times. But if you avoid it, if you suppress it, if you're not actually dealing with it, it just lingers. And you end up settling 
and then you end up not feeling fulfilled. That's what I was going through for two years. Wow. Two years, two years before I said, this is enough. And I decided to take action and see people. Like I had, I had a gentleman who came into the academy um, who, who was literally in a very similar situation and hit a monthly revenue target that was on their vision board. Like they, they, were, they had this vision for like two years. They hit it in like three months with me. Then after that, the month after, they made like 40K revenue in two weeks. This, did this happen because they were thinking of money? No, they came back into alignment to what was actually significant to them. So, but that pain can be used to power to create that clarity so that you can do what you need to do. Like that, that, that's, that's kind of my path. And I'm, I'm, I'm definitely in a much better situation than it was two, three years ago. But you have to go through it. Like, I have to go through it. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I've noticed with some, a good percentage of my clients, um, they're surprised when I talk about forgiveness and relationships and, and making, you know, making things right. And that includes forgiving yourself in a lot of cases yeah. and how much that, that, that can hold your business back. And they, they think you can keep them separate. Right, you you can keep this you can keep this little ball of pain and and regret and your desire for revenge separate from operating your business. <laughs> it's a disease. It's a disease. <laughs> like I think that's the best way to describe it. Like most people think you can compartmentalize things, just put it in a box in a corner, and like oh, I could be optimal now. But the reality is, those things are like a virus. Right. At one point, there's going to be something that compromises it and it will seep into another area of your life that's significant. How are you confronting that? How are you taking the time to heal and repair? How are you actually focusing on growing personally so you can achieve your personal breakthroughs or your professional breakthroughs? You have to work on feeling. And I, I just said this the other day. You have to work on filling that gap, that area that has a void, not with just stuff, but with the right stuff, right? And you'll start seeing over time, wait, I'm starting to see momentum build out in my business. Wait, I'm starting to see my relationships get a lot stronger. Wait, I'm starting to get clarity on my vision and my mission. Wait, I'm starting to see my business thrive. Wait, I'm feeling more happy and fulfilled. Wait, I'm exactly where I said I wanted to be however long ago like yeah <laughs> well it's definitely a journey but but in the journey it it it's holistic right it, your mind body and spirit all really do need to be aligned and and yeah. and in those domains of life right your family your finances your your business life and health all all have to be you know you, you have to be working in each of those not necessarily focused in in all of them, but, but certainly, you know, they all work together. If you abandon one, you'll, you might grow, you might make more money, but if you ruin your marriage, you're <laughs> what done. You accomplished? You're done. You're done. Yeah. And it's, it's true. Cause like, I think that's the belief, right? If I, if I generate another hundred K this month, it's going to translate to me having a higher quality of friends. No, <laughs> if I, if I focus only on, 
having my six pack or if I focus only on um, improving my spiritual strength, if I focus only on one of these categories, automatically everything is going to fit. No, you got to work on all of them. Like you have to work on all of them diligently every day. Like what is it that you're doing to be grounded and build on that foundation so you can look and be like, okay, my health is improved. My finances improved. My spirituality is improved. I'm seeing everything change in my family relationships. All of these things are moving in the right direction. That is what I had to learn through years of trial and error <laughs> um, to be where I am today, right? Nice. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about connection. What what has been a the valuable tool for you to build relationships and 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 add connections to your I think for me the the biggest thing is just being authentic with my engagement. Right? And when I say engagement, it's just reaching out to people. Right? Reaching out to people, telling my story, you know, what's 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 important to you, what's significant to you. Right? Hearing hearing what's really mattering in your life right now. What matters to you in your life right now? Where do you actually want to see yourself? the next 90 days? Where do you want to see yourself five years, 10 years from now? These are the things that I find really bridges that gap for someone who may not know, like, or trust me, right? Like if someone has no idea who I am, but I'm literally asking like, are you okay? <laughs> like, are you actually okay? Right. And being authentic with it, it creates that connection very easily. I talk a lot about synergies, right? I mentioned that kind of previously where if I'm really focusing on finding the right people, much like you were saying, Rob, like finding the right people that have that synergy, right, with you, that you're just in alignment with through messaging, through calls, through networking, whether it's face-to-face -face or just like social groups, stuff like that, it, it, it allows you to bridge those gaps and build powerful relationships that become human capital down the line. Like I think if you want to make 30 new connections, right? In the next month, ask 30 people how you can help them. That's a great, that's a great challenge. Just literally, and, and not with any intent to do anything for your brand or your business. Just be like, what's going on? How can I help you? Nothing in your mind. Leave your mind open. Leave your mind blank. Operate in the invisible. Just that's that's how I literally built the academy in the beginning. I was I was just having conversations with people, just talking to them. What's up? Right? Like, how are you doing? What's new with your life? Like, what's like? Oh, I saw you did this nice post on here. Like, like why? Like why? And that changed everything. Just how can I help you? Thirty people, thirty days. How can I help you? Like, what's new? What's going on? How can I help you? That. And being authentic and consistent with it, whatever you're building, the momentum will pick up. And that's in an organic, authentic way. Like it's it's literally that simple. <laughs> well, and it would work in any business. Like <laughs> Yeah, any business. It doesn't even matter what you're selling. Like you could sell anything at that point. But the idea is you're not selling, right? I think what you're selling is connection. Here's another thing. Most people don't even realize how disconnected people are. Oh. 
So if anybody makes an attempt to create a real connection, you stand out and they want more. That's marketing at a very high level. Like if you're just, I'm not going to just try to pitch this person, even though that can work too, but I'm going to do a different strategy and just be myself and be like, wow, you're like, what you just did is amazing. Like what, like, like, why did you decide to post that? Why did you decide to share this story on this platform? What is it that you're reading? Like, like, I'm being just like, like what, what hobbies are you doing right now? Why? How can I help you build on that thing? How can I help you build your business? Literally, if you just start with that, someone's going to be like, wow, this is actually a genuine person that I want to actually be a part of their story and their path. And they'll ask you the same question. Done. Absolutely. I wish I knew that years ago. <laughs> right. When, when you're going into the networking meetings and everybody's handing out business cards and then they're throwing you on their email list and sending you, sending you their, their, their weekly sales email because they got your business card at a chamber event. <laughs> you don't do that. that that's, that's, that's like 1990s. That's like, like that's, you don't, you don't <laughs> mind you, that's close to when I was born. But I'm going to tell you that I still know. I still know because I was in some of those network meetings when I was like 16. And people are like, oh, here's my business card. And then you have like six of the same business card. And you're like, okay, where am I going to put this pile of business cards? Because I already have this person's contact and they forgot who I am. Like, that's not networking. That's not like- well, they're, and they're not even, yeah, they're not, you're not their ideal client. And yet they throw you on their sales list. And, and yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> you want to buy this book? <laughs> oh, that's right. I don't even remember who this person was. <laughs> like, sale, buy this book now. You're like, I don't, like, who are you? Like, just, just like, who are you? Like that would be a nice intro. Like, hi, I'm Femi. Like, like, oh, that's a nice name. Let me let's let's talk to Femi for a bit. That's how you do it. Don't just no authentic. Absolutely. Well, you mentioned authenticity. How how important is character as an entrepreneur? Ah, uh, character is the foundation. Um, I think if if someone has very poor character. You can make decisions that can compromise a client's security and success. Um, I was I was thinking about this. I was I was messaging somebody the other day, and they said they had a bad taste in their mouth because of a poor interaction with somebody in the industry. Mm. And it made them not want to work with anyone else again in that industry. Well, the whole industry. The whole industry. Wow. And what's so funny is the other industry that I was in, I experienced the exact same thing. <laughs> I remember hearing, I'm never working with anyone else like this again. And then you would come in with good character, high quality of standards, high quality of service, and impact-driven People notice. I was on another show the other day where I mentioned a lot of people in the industries, doesn't even matter what industry you're in, it's so focused on seeming like everybody else. Oh. Instead of you actually being weird and standing out. <laughs> Nobody wants to invest in anybody that copies. Right. 
Well, that's that authenticity, right? Like, yeah. And they'll figure you out, right? If they buy you thinking you're looking like Tony Robbins, the, the minute you start coaching them, they're going to realize this guy's not Tony Robbins. No, no. <laughs> of course not. Be you, right? Like the world yeah. needs you. Yeah. Um, you and I both believe we were created with our own special gifts and our own special ability to help people. And in that gifts and ability to help people, God's already lined up the people that need your help. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's the interesting part, right? Where like you think you have to be something or someone different to attract your perfect prospect. When that's really not the case. You just have to be more of yourself. And, and here's the interesting thing too. It's not that you have to just be more of yourself. You just have to show your true self. Like I don't have to become someone different to get a client. I have to just talk as me and just someone will hear whatever I'm saying. And it goes for anybody. The more you dig deep into yourself, you'll understand, oh, I am unique. I have a gift, my assets somebody will invest in, boom, and then everything transforms in your life. Like that's that's a massive key. I think if someone turns that, the door to whatever you're looking for is going to open. Like absolutely. And and the really cool thing is like your gifts we make this assumption that we we've, we've got these gifts that nobody nobody wants, but yet God gave you those gifts and he's obviously created the audience too, right? Like, why would you assume that God's given you gifts that nobody wants? You're, you're going deep today. This is this is, this is a deep one right now. <laughs> There's a, a call I had with another gentleman where I said, this is, this is a really fun activity that you can do. Um, I call it practicing the activity of trust. Hmm. This is, this goes in line with operating in the invisible here, right? So, Let's say you have an idea, not one you stole from somebody else, <laughs> but you genuinely have an idea that just downloaded into your mind and you're like, I don't know where this came from, but I'm being told to do this thing. Like I, I need to do this podcast. I need to talk to these 10 people specifically. I don't know why I need to call this person. I need to do this thing, whatever that is. If you're sitting there and you're hesitating for this week that you hear this thing, Practice the activity of trust. Not trusting other people, but trusting yourself and the path that you're being guided to. That, that one activity of trusting yourself and the path can open up opportunities you can't even imagine. For example, I could not have seen a year and a half ago me following the path of launching an academy that is based around a book that I was guided to write in two days would end up putting me on a podcast with somebody who speaks the exact same language as me. <laughs> this literally speaks to exactly what Rob was saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't know until you actually say, you know what? I'm going to follow through on this thing and see the clients show up. See the sales come in. See the brand being built. See my freedom being created. See all of the things that you actually said you wanted manifest in front of you. There was a post I put up where I said, you got to give yourself time. 
to manifest. Absolutely. And a big piece of that is trusting, right? Like you, you use the word activity, you know, that, that trust. Um, one of the things I share is if you want to be an idea, if you want more ideas, you've got to do something with the ones you get, right? Mm. Even if, even if it's just write them in a journal and save them for somebody else. But if, if you get an idea from the, from the, the ether, right? Like if we're going to use Napoleon Hill language, if you get an idea from the ether and you just ignore it and you reject it, why would you get any more? Ooh, right. Yep. So, so you've got to take and do something with that idea and, and you can determine quickly if it's for you or not, right? Does it match your vision? Does it match your values? Is it for you? But if you write it down and you say, Ooh, I'm saving that one for somebody because I can empower somebody with that idea because it's pretty clearly not mine, but you no. accept it. Right. No. That's the trust, right? I'm accepting that I was supposed to receive this, but no. guess what? That opens that door for the next 10 and that one that's yours. That's yeah. going to be that million dollar idea. That's going to be that, that $100,000 month idea. Yeah. Ooh, that's, that's the one no. you want. And if you reject the one before it, you're not going to get it. No, no, no. And it's, oh man, I think that's, that's the golden ticket right there. Like, how many times have you received an idea and you just said, that's not going to work? Right. Well, yeah, you kill it. Like, we're, dream, we're dream killers. We kill them in the first nanosecond. Before you even start. Before you even put that foot forward. You know, and what I find is, and I'm working on this at a very high level right now for myself, where it's like, Man, what I'm being guided to do really makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have no idea where this is going to take me. Woo, that's exciting. But I'm going to do it anyway. Like, that is probably the scariest way to operate on a physical level. On a physical level, if you're just like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what, what's going to happen on this next step. Yet that activity, oh, I tell you have more. You got more. I want to hear. You let, you're letting go of the outcome. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you let go of the outcome, then you can focus on the process and just trust God with the outcome. And that's that's the best place to be. Like, it's the scariest, but yeah, the more you, the more we learn to let go of the outcome, we don't have control over it anyway. Right? <laughs> and so so you're, we're trying to control things that, that are outside of, of our purview. Like it's not our job to control that outcome. I'm, um, I'm, like, I'm like radiating right now. <laughs> one thought I got to say. So a lot of people want stuff. Yet I'll ask this question. The things that you have, how many of them were given to you as a gift? Whew. You can't force a gift to show up in your hand. Someone has to give it to you. Someone has to give you the gift. But if you're not ready to receive it, you're not going to get the gift. My wife is a gift. Where we live is a gift. My daughter's a gift. My book is a gift. My businesses have been gifts. My clients have been gifts. Mind you, I still have to work. Yet, are you actually open to receive your gift or are you creating those blocks? Mm. I had one person who... 
I remember chatting with would self-sabotage anytime they got close to hitting another level. Mm. Every time. They would be so close. Like, I mean, like, new level, new income, new people, new everything, but fall back into the loop before of who they were. Not even who they actually are, but who they thought they were. So you got to ask yourself in these situations, if you're feeling like that's you, are you allowing yourself permission to receive the gift to get to that next level? Hmm. Well, that's a faith, right? That, that, that's the self-belief and faith cycle. Yep. Like yep. Whether you believe in God or not, you still have to have faith in, in the process and faith in, in yourself. And, yep. and I, you know, our culture in, and I assume Canadians culture is just as similar that there's this, that old work ethic that you have to, you have to work hard to deserve these things. And if you're not working hard, harder, harder that it that that it's got to be you know the more money you're getting the harder it has to be and and yeah that, that's just one of the mind blocks that that we create right um and yeah. this whole idea that deserve right you you don't deserve you haven't earned and 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 yet you're using the gift that you were given and you're helping people yep. and that's that's all there is right like if you're helping people you're providing a service you're solving a problem yeah. Then, then you're doing all that needs to be done, yeah. <laughs> and whether that's as a plumber fixing a drain or or as a coach that's you know fixing a mindset. Yeah. If you're solving a problem, you deserve to be compensated. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. At yeah. whatever level, <laughs> there's there's um. Imagine what would happen if you were to completely let go of the perceived control. <laughs> And it's funny because all these stuff that I'm saying, like I feel like as I'm saying it, I'm going to actually do this at another level to show people like what, what really you could do. Now, when I first launched my health and fitness coaching business, I worked hard. I hustled. I grinded. I was doing door to door. I did everything. It worked. Wow. It worked. But it was work. Now, let's flip to me being guided. Mind you, I was still guided to create that, which gave me all the tools on how to brand, how to market, how to sell, how to utilize different ads, how to utilize different social media platforms, how to utilize your messaging to communicate, to actually get engagement, to register people, how to develop funnels, how to develop websites. I learned that from my work, okay? So that got me to a certain point. It got me to a certain level, working. Now let's flip it. Now when I was guided, to launch something completely different, which is the academy, it was a different mindset of work. It wasn't, I got to work to figure out how to build these funnels and how, all these sites. It was work on myself. <laughs> how, how, do I, how do I heal myself so I can become a vessel so that when I say something, it'll manifest? Literally, what I, what I generated the first year of the academy <laughs> was more than I ever generated in my first business, off the jump. How? It wasn't because I was working, it was because I was in alignment. How did I come into alignment? Because I worked on myself. How did I find the right people? Because I worked on myself. How did my messaging get better? Because I worked on myself. 
that ether example of like you literally just tapping into the ether, that doesn't happen from you working, 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 working because you don't have the space to actually hear the messages. <laughs> That's so good. Like you, like you actually need that pause. That space. What am I supposed to do right now? Where am I supposed to go right now? Where can my gift be best utilized right now? And you act on that. That's where the work is. Pause, reflect, reboot. Like you pause, reflect. All right, boom. That's like, if you start operating like that, you let go of the control. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Man, I really, I really like that. So you mentioned, um, a routine in there, you know, this pause, reflect, reboot, but what, what other morning routine do you have to set yourself up for, for your day? I, I have one thing that I use every day called my R2s, which are my reboot rituals. Um, I love these things. I don't think I'd be where I am today without it. What, um, what I actually focus on is creating a space that I can have control. This is actually the one area that I focus on controlling the most, right? What are the thoughts coming into my mind first thing in the morning? What am I using to energize and, and fuel and power myself on? So anything ranging from visioning activities, anything ranging from meditation, music, or sound, or right? anything ranging from reflection and prayer, that becomes, becomes the core of my morning as i built that out and i started my visioning activity and i'm not talking about a vision board like we have something that we built called the mural of manifestation which is like the 2.0 vision board it's like crazy um it allows you to look at the, all of the areas of your life on a deeper level to build out where you want to go in less time that one what i call pattern that i implemented into my life probably for the last year and a half, grounded me, gave me the clarity, gave me the drive, gave me the focus to stay on the path, even when I can't see the step. So R2's reboot rituals are vital. So make sure you're incorporating some sort of like meditation, music, or sounds and worship and being grateful in the beginning. Um, are you actually visually seeing where you want to go five years, 10 years, three years down the line, right? Are you actually saying and speaking what you're going to manifest every day. Like, those are the things that I've been doing for the last year, and it's been pivotal for me. Um, that's number one. So I would say those R2s, reboot rituals are massive with the mural of manifestation. Number two is what I call the reboot planner. So I actually built this planner maybe about eight months ago, which allows you to look at what I call like the four areas of significance, your health, your finances, your spirituality, your family relationships, and really ask yourself, am I in alignment with these things every day, right? What are the things that I need to do to improve these things every day? And map out what your time is gonna look like from 6 a.m. to like 12 p.m. every day. Like this combined with the R2s, locked in. Like I, I've, I've never been this clear on my vision, my mission, my purpose, at any point in my life, even though I was really successful before, I think I'm at, I'm at, I'm at peace with success where I am now because of these tools.
Nice. That's so beneficial. You mentioned uh, being grateful. How, how has gratitude been a value for you? When you are grateful for the blessings and the gifts you've received, you can receive more. Um, in the earlier stages, I wasn't actually really grateful of the abundance of clients or leads that I was receiving. And I would take it for granted, which ended up creating that void in that gap for me. Like I wasn't feeling fulfilled. When I started really acknowledging, wow, less than three months breaking even on investments. Whoa. In less than six months, I'm getting people asking about my program and my, my things. Whoa, less than a year, I'm getting podcast interviews. Whoa, less than all of those things. Being grateful for it opens the door to more opportunities. It actually that actually helps stacks and improves on your character, right? Because you got to be humble. Like you can't think I'm the go-to for everything. You got to actually be like, thank you for giving me these tools that I can be the go-to for something. Um, that's been significant in my life, I would say. Absolutely. So what do you like to do in your free time? Family. Family, family, family. Um, I love walks with the fam. Love it. We got a brand new little puppy as well, so... You know, we've been going for a nice little walk to the park with her. My daughter, you know, she's like seven months now. So just seeing her grow and develop, that's been the greatest blessing I would say I've ever experienced. Just being able to see her face and have the freedom and flexibility because of my business to be there with her um, and for her. Just awesome. Like, yeah. All right. I'm going to ask you to share share your most Memorable date. <laughs> Man, most memorable. Okay. I'm going to say the first date. Are we talking about date with, with my with my wife or just date in general? That's on you, man. <laughs> I would choose my wife, but. I know. I know. I'm, 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 I have two. That's why I'm trying to narrow it down. Okay, can I pick two? Or ask me sure. one. Sure. No, share two. That's great. Um, our wedding day will be the first one. I was gonna pick another one for the first one, but I'll say that for the second. Um, our wedding day was amazing on so many levels. We got married, and there was a snowstorm. <laughs> there was hail, and there was rain all in the same day. Nice. We're getting married. Was it outdoor? It was indoors, okay. <laughs> but I remember having to drive with my best friend to pick up sound equipment for the DJ before the wedding, and it was a storm, but just seeing my wife on the dance floor after and us being together, that, that was the most memorable. The next day, we flew out to Antigua for our honeymoon, so that was, that was amazing. Nice. Uh, so there is that one. The other one I would say is the first date I ever took my now wife on, which was to this place that I closed down called a chai bar. You know, I, I knew she loves chai and I wanted to 
do something unique that she'd never even thought of or experienced. So I went and found a place that specializes in chai. And I took her, we took bus before I even had a car, took the bus all the way to this place. You know, we walking in and that was our first date. I have, one of us has our, has our photo on, on social media of me and my university hoodie, you know, us all, it was, it was that, that, that was really memorable. Like I, yeah, none of these things would have happened if, if those things would not have happened. Nice. That's fantastic. So how has the value of contribution been important to you? Pivotal. I think if you're not willing to give, you're not going to get anything. Um, you have to give, whether it's your time, your energy, or your money. you got to give something. And what's really interesting about it is whatever you give, you don't realize you end up receiving it on a level that's exponential. A lot of the times, like, just even thinking about the moments and memories you share with somebody, you might think you're just spending five, 10 minutes with them. And then you find out that these are the people that's going to help you move across the country. <laughs> right? Like they'll pick up whatever they have, they'll drop it and be like, I'm here for you. Contribution is massive because if you're not contributing, you're, you're just, you're a vampire. I'm sorry to say that. <laughs> so how have mentors been valuable? Ooh, massive. I think like in the earlier stages of entrepreneurship, I didn't really know what was required to be an entrepreneur. Um, you need people that can see things ahead of you. You need people that can give you wisdom. It doesn't mean that they know everything but they may know more than you in a specific area, right? And you have to, for me, always remember that there are people that are specialists that can really guide you when you feel like you're lost. And I've really had a lot of people guide me to where I am today to help me grow and build a life and lifestyle and the brands and the businesses that I have. Like if, if I didn't have these people that I'm even thinking of right now, like, I would be stuck in the old patterns and thoughts that could make me very destructive. So mentors can really pull you out of that really quickly and show you your potential. So yeah, it's been massive for me. Absolutely. So tell us about your niche. How did you choose your niche and what, what is your niche? Yeah. So, so my niche is personal professional development for coaches and entrepreneurs and it's so funny because I found that I was always circling this area for a while, ranging from studying business when I was in university and health, you know, being in entrepreneurship from 16, running my first coaching business from that point on. I always found that I was interested in coaching, but I was always interested in development. I would be going to different conferences, I'd go to masterminds, I'd go to different programs and I've invested a lot of money in different resources to develop myself. But what I was finding was there was a serious gap between those two worlds. A lot of times people might be folks on personal development, but they don't have any professional development for business skills and how to monetize their ideas. Right? I found that someone might be focusing on monetizing their ideas and making money, but then they don't have any connection with how to actually find themselves and, and being fulfilled and finding their path and, that gap was a serious problem for me while I was building my businesses. Um, 
I was like, this needs to change. Like I think, I think this belief that they can exist separately is 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 a problem. Like it's a lie. Like you can't you can't you can't just focus on finances, not focus on like you said, your family. You can't just focus on your family, not focus on finances. You got to do both. And I think that's what created the academy. Everyone has their own vision of success. I just help people manifest it in a way that's in alignment to who they are. That's terrific. Thank you. <clears throat> so what, what inspires Femi? Man, family now. Family. I think every day I look at my daughter's face and I see how happy she is when she sees me. Um, I know I got to do work. Like it's like, and it's not work because of fear. It's work because of freedom. Hmm. The freedom I want to provide for myself that will just overflow into everything and everyone around me. Like that inspires me every day. I think I just get so excited thinking about it. Like even now I'm like, I'm going to go hold her. You know, and just be like, I love you. She doesn't know what I'm saying, but she does because, you know, she kind of feels that energy. Um, just being present, like that really inspires me. Yeah. Nice. That's terrific. So you're sitting across from that young entrepreneur and uh, they're, you know, they're they're in their business and they're working. You know, what's what's Femi's words of wisdom? Actually take time for yourself. Whatever it is you think is important really isn't. <laughs> Whatever you think is important can wait. Take time for yourself and build your foundation on solid ground. That's the only thing that matters. That's the only thing that matters. That's literally what I would say. Nice. Femi, thank you so much for hanging out today, sharing your story. Definitely appreciate your your vibe. I definitely feel like there's uh, some synergy there, and uh, it's just going to be a great episode, and I think a lot of people are going to benefit from it. Thank you so much for having me. Well, if you enjoyed the show, please like and subscribe. We have a free gift for you at addvalue2entrepreneurs.com. We've created a collection of the top tips that have been shared on our show for entrepreneurs. Do you struggle with procrastination, putting off the work until the last minute? Well, you are not alone. Many of our clients start there. We are launching a new five-day challenge to help you take more action and make more money in your business. Each day is a 10-minute video lesson and a worksheet. If you take 15 to 30 minutes to do the worksheet, it will change your life and business and exponentially increase the amount of work you get done each day. Right now, it is only $27 and contains five of our best tools for helping you move forward. It can be found at addvalue2life.com slash action. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day.